we have moral obligations. But what are they? And is compassion one of them? Hi, I'm Dr. Stan Steindl. And in this video, I'm going to extend myself a little into the realm of ethics and morality. No easy task. But the more I've been thinking about compassion, the more I've begun to wonder, is compassion in fact a moral obligation? In other words, is compassion, and especially taking compassionate action, something we're morally obliged to do? So let's dive in and have a think about all of that. I suspect this video will provide more questions than answers, but let's see how we go. Compassion is a sensitivity to suffering in self and others with a commitment to try to alleviate or prevent it. I know that because it's on my t-shirt. In simple terms, we're setting an intention to be helpful rather than harmful to ourselves and others. Importantly, compassion is about both alleviating and preventing suffering. We'll come back to the specific question of compassion's moral obligation shortly. But first, what do we mean by moral obligation? A moral obligation is a morally required form of conduct or action. One's morality requires one to perform a certain action in a certain way and in certain circumstances. We are morally obliged not to kill another person, not to cause them harm, and not to steal, and instead to do the right thing by our family, friends, neighbours, strangers, and so on. But let's take the case that we are morally required not to kill another person. As obvious as this may sound, it's tricky. Maybe it depends, or does it? For example, if another person is trying to kill us, are we therefore morally justified to kill them first? And by way of another example, is there such a thing as a just war, where soldiers are therefore morally justified to kill the enemy? Then again, even in the context of war, perhaps some killings are morally just, but others are not. And what if we witness another person making efforts to kill somebody else? Are we morally obligated to intervene to prevent that killing? Does the possibility that intervening will put ourselves in danger absolve us of the moral obligation to do so? What about the killing of non-human animals, such as cows, sheep, pigs and chickens? Most people say they eat meat because they like the taste of it. But perhaps our moral obligation not to kill extends to other sentient beings in the animal kingdom of which we are a part. So yeah, as you can see, moral obligations are tricky. Not killing is a no-brainer, but even that in some ways depends. Moral obligations take a lot of careful thought and consideration, navigating our way through the ifs, buts and maybes. So let's get back to compassion. Compassion is about alleviating and preventing suffering. Okay, sounds clear enough? But is it a moral obligation? So two questions. 
Are we morally obligated to seek out suffering wherever we can find it and take active steps to alleviate it? And two, are we morally obligated to identify all possible causes of future suffering and take steps to prevent it? Yes and yes and no and no. Are we morally obligated to seek out suffering wherever we can find it and take steps to alleviate it? Well, the obvious problem here is that suffering is ubiquitous. It occurs everywhere and for everyone. Suffering is a part of life. We are born with bodies and brains that have been designed for us by evolution, and they come along with good bits and not so good bits. We have a relatively short lifespan. Few people live more than 36,525 days. That would be 100 years. Sadly, some people live much shorter lives than that. We experience sickness, injury and disablement, and we grow old, decay and die. We are vulnerable to our genetics and we are vulnerable to our social, relational and caregiving or receiving experiences. We can be victims of nature, fires, floods, droughts, earthquakes and so on. And we can be victims of each other. There is a lot of suffering. So of course, how could we possibly seek out suffering wherever we can find it and alleviate it? We would be able to do nothing else. We would have to spend all our time and resources on the alleviation of suffering around the world. We couldn't have spare time. We couldn't have other interests or hobbies. We couldn't have possessions beyond the bare essentials. Everything we had would have to be devoted to the alleviation of suffering. And what about the second question? Are we morally obligated to identify all possible causes of future suffering and take steps to prevent it? Well, I feel like this one is more complicated. At one level, there might be the obligation to prevent ourselves from being the cause of suffering. This would require a very honest and courageous self-audit of the impact we're having on the world. What might I be doing to cause suffering to others? And how can I stop doing that to prevent that suffering? For example, this t-shirt. I printed it via Canva. They say on the box, we partner with local eco-conscious printers to make sustainably sourced t-shirts, avoid overruns and use recycled packaging. For every print order, we plant a tree. Difficult to know, but it seems to say the right things. And perhaps this reduces suffering were the t-shirt to be made in a sweatshop somewhere. For the last few years, I've been vegetarian, though not vegan. But if we're including non-human animals into our circle of compassion, then thinking hard about using animals for food might be important to prevent suffering. Especially if the main reason we eat them is for the simple pleasure of taste. But I'm not vegan. So what about farming cows for milk or chickens for eggs? You've possibly seen the footage of calves being removed from their bellowing, grieving mothers or live baby male chicks going along the conveyor belt and into the mincer. Preventing suffering is very difficult too. So what on earth 
do we do? Well, I wonder whether the answer to the question of the moral obligation of compassion has actually been there in the definition of compassion all along. I know Gilbert and Choden thought long and hard about the wording of this definition in their 2013 book, Mindful Compassion. I'm referring to the inclusion in the definition of the word try. Perhaps that's our moral obligation when it comes to compassion, to try to alleviate and prevent suffering. Certain actions or inactions can take us closer to or further away from this moral obligation. So whilst it may be impossible to hold ourselves to the moral obligation of alleviating and preventing all suffering, choosing to take certain actions or choosing not to take certain actions may help to take us in the direction towards that obligation and towards less suffering. Our moral obligation is to try and keep trying. An example in the Australian context, which has recently had its yearly airing, is the debate around the date of Australia Day, the 26th of January. There's a lot of debate, but suffice to say that many people feel it should be moved, as this date is a day of grief and mourning and suffering for Indigenous people in Australia marking the date when Australia was invaded by the British. Other people feel that it shouldn't be moved and should be seen as a day of celebration and national pride, getting together with family and friends and having a barbecue and a few beers. So given this debate and our moral obligation to try to alleviate and prevent suffering, what steps could we take? What changes could we make that would take us in the direction of people suffering less. It wouldn't alleviate and prevent all suffering, but it seems a change that meant less pain and suffering for one group of people, even if it means celebrating our national pride on a different day, would take us in the direction of our moral obligation to try to alleviate and prevent suffering. Thanks for watching. And if this has stirred something in you, please comment below. I'd be interested in your thoughts on compassion as a moral obligation, the moral obligation to try, the question of vegetarianism or veganism, or changing the date of Australia Day to take us in the direction of less suffering, and similar examples that might spring to mind. This is a complicated topic, philosophically and in practice. I'd love to hear your thoughts or arguments for and against.